Hello and welcome Beyond the Neutral Zone. I am Brandon, joined by my good friends Tanner and Ben. We're watching the Titans and Dolphins game right now. Two minutes to go. Titans down 21 to 27 with the ball at the 12 yard line. You're going to get live reaction starting now. They do a reverse sweep kind of play. Like it. Get, a, get, about, get about five yards. I don't love the play call, but they got five yards, so it works out for them. Was that Spears again? Tajay. Tajay has been a beast this whole game. As soon as I saw the ball in Tajay's hands, I love the play. Because <laughs> I just trust Tajay Spears. And, of course, as soon as we start our live reaction, immediately a timeout was called. So TV just going to have to wait around. But while we're waiting, while the timeout's, I'm going to talk about the Packers game for a little bit. Packers lost the game 24-22. to 22. Yeah. Uh, the last second field goal. Uh, it went... The main point is the Packers did not deserve to win this game. There's just too many mental mistakes, too many just crucial mistakes and missed opportunities in this game. In the end, Jordan Love had a pretty rough first half. Second half, he played great. Receivers had several opportunities to make big plays, and they just kept failing over and over and over again. Pause that thought. We'll come back to the Packers game in a second. Back to the Titans. Second three. You know. Start. Come on. False start. I am so sick of false starts after, after, oh my God. That is three this game, bro. False start on Westbrook Akine. Will, How do you have a false start after a timeout, bro? Will Levis seems And Jalen Duncan did oh, too. Hold on, Tanner. Will Levis seems to be pretty sure it's on the defense. Oh, oh, seriously! They simulated a snap count. They simulated a snap count. I take back everything I said. Wow! Delay of game on the defense. Yeah, whenever the defense like simulates a snap count, it's called a delay of game on the defense. Oh my God. Yeah. I feel like that should be called something else. That's kind of confusing. I hope it wasn't just the shift, though, because just shifting is should not be called delaying a game. I'm thinking they made it. I think the linebacker came up and said, like, move or snap. I was about to. I think think that's what happened. Oh, we've got a lot of other things to talk about today, about uh, officials and pre-snap penalties and stuff. We'll we'll, we'll get to it. What could you possibly be talking about, Bernie? That's easy. That's touchdown. Easy money. You scored too, way, go way too fast. Too fast. You scored I love, I, insanely too fast. But it gives Titans fans the pleasure of knowing that we just drove down the field in what thirty seconds, technically. I think it was less than thirty seconds. Yeah. Let's go, Will. Oh, okay. I like it. Well, hired up, bro. Well, this is Will Levis, bro. That's him. Fired up. That's that dude. I don't even care if we lose at this point. I do, but probably about today. Hey, the Titans can make the playoffs, Tanner. Stop it. <laughs> That's. I don't know if I. I don't know if I want this team to go to the playoffs because I'll have an aneurysm. Well, like, dude, you you seriously might. Yeah. I, I really might. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. Um. Uh, anyway, back to the Packers thoughts. Man, here's the thing. It was an ugly game. Packers didn't play well. You still could have won in the end. And here, unfortunately, the Packers went on that long win streak, which means that we can't fire our defensive coordinator. But he so deserves to be fired. His little passive, his passive, scaredy-cat kind of defense 
it works well against teams like the Chiefs, like like quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes. It worked well last week. But when you're playing against a team with an awful offensive line like the Giants and a rookie quarterback and not good receivers, why are you playing passive? Play tight coverage, blitz the guy, make him make some quick decisions, and they didn't do any of that. The whole game, they didn't bring more than four rushers. I'm pretty, I literally don't think it happened a single play. I don't think they blitzed a single time the entire game. And that's just unacceptable. You can't do it, man. Missed field goals, special teams penalties, muffed punt, just so many mistakes. But I'll end it by saying that the Packers, at the end, of, they just didn't deserve to win the game. You know, and that's going to happen. Monday night game. Your team just makes some dumb mistakes, but now you get now you, you lost you you gave yourself wiggle room by winning those last two games against those good teams, but now you just gave up the wiggle room. That that was the wiggle room. The game you just lost to the Giants that was the wiggle room. Wiggle room gone now. Now you got to win out, win them, and you'll be in good shape. So. I'm pretty sure Ben said you guys were going to lose one. Of, he said, didn't you call? Did you no, call? No, he, said, he, said, he said Ben said that they were going to lose three of their last five. That's yeah. what Ben said. Uh, Brandon but, said they can afford to lose two games. And I was like, yeah. bro, you are losing three of the last five. Yeah, that's, okay. that's still absolutely ridiculous. You just lost to the Giants, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it was at the Giants. It was a Monday night game. You know, and did you see how many mental mistakes that there were? Yeah, that's not going to happen. That, that, that was my reasoning, bro. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's the one. Like, they're not going to have that many mistakes. is not going to happen again. Okay. Oh, look, the Titans are playing the same defense that the Packers played. He, he went out of Whoa! No! The referee literally gave the signal like four progress stopped in bounds, and then he's like, you know what? I don't want to call the correct call. I'm going to stop the play. He was out of bounds. Yeah, he went out of bounds, but his four progress was stopped in bounds. He was running for, he was continuing. He got knocked backwards. He got hit backwards. That is a four progress call. That's what we're, that's what the officials are coached to do. That is, you run the clock in that situation every single time. If the guy, if he if he wants to go out of bounds, he's got to be moving forward out of bounds or lateral. He cannot be moving backwards if he got not if he got knocked backwards. He's got to give effort to move back up. That should not have been stopped. That was, should have been a running clock, one hundred percent. Great job by two to get that ball out. Yeah, it was. The I the Titans almost have no chance of winning this game simply because of how much time they left. Like it's just. They left just way too much time. I mean, Tua is still a quarterback. He did just make a good play, but, I mean, he he might throw the Titans the ball. Not in this situation. The Titans are playing incredibly passive defense, so he's just going to throw it six or seven yards at a time, which will be enough to get a field goal attempt. By the way, there's a minute and 15 seconds left. Dolphins have the ball second and 10 on their own 36-yard line. Yeah, they're going to get a field goal. Yeah. He dropped it. He better hope he dropped it. They, the, I bet the Dolphins would have rather him drop that. So third and two. I have. I don't think he caught that ball. Third and three. No, third and two and a half. Yeah. Well, it's about to be like third and seven or eight again. I really don't think he caught that ball. Let's see. Did he catch it with his knee? <laughs> Bro, that's insane. No way. That's that, actually insane. I don't think it ever touched the ground. That, Did it hit the ground? 
What a catch. Yeah, that's actually wow. the ground. Wow. He caught it with his knee right. and then got his hand now, under. The NFL seems to have changed this rule or something this year. But in past years, whenever they stopped the running clock like this to do a review, they did a 10-second runoff. But for some reason this year, I don't know if it was by mistake or if they've actually changed the rule, but they, they haven't been doing that 10-second runoff. So I don't know. Maybe they changed that rule. I don't know. But anyway, Tanner, what is your take on how the Titans have played this whole game? What what do you what are you thinking offensively, defensively? What do you think about Will Levis? So a lot of mistakes. I'm more so I am more impressed. Well, I'm not gonna say more. I am equally as a I'll come back to that. Hang on a sec. Okay, they it's called it complete complete pass. So I am just as impressed with Tajay Spears in this game as I am with Will Levis. Like they have both looked fantastic. Obviously, Will Levis is the quarterback, so I'm gonna be most impressed with him. But Tajay deserves recognition too. I mean, Chris Moore had a had a great catch in the first half. Wait. Um I mean Derek Henry and Ryan Tannehill put it and Ryan Tannehill was the quarterback. Were you more impressed with Ryan Tannehill? Is that even a legitimate question? No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That was a... He tackled inbound knee on the ground. No. What? His knee was... He's in... There we go. There we go. There we go. He thought my... That's what really happened. This knows what in the world he's doing. Like, what are you talking about? The first official still saved the Dolphins like five seconds. Let's not forget that. That's the game. <laughs> the Titans. I'm such mixed emotion right now. The Titans beat the Dolphins. I'm such a mixed emotions right now. Oh my god, that's insane. <laughs> I work side by side with a Dolphins fan. Oh gosh, tomorrow he is going to be so mad. They scored like 15 points in the last four oh. minutes of this game to win. Yeah. Also, Dude. yeah, they did. Holy cow! No, it was 15. They went for two. They didn't even need to. Oh, they, really? Yeah. At, the last, at their last score, they did? No, the first score. Oh, that's right. That's by that's yeah. the time you're supposed to do that. That's yeah. right. Holy yeah. cow. They were literally down 14, scored a touchdown, and then went for two. And they got it. And they won by one. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do, should I say congrats or not, Tanner? I, I don't. I don't know what to say. I, it would be better I, if they lost this game. Let's be honest. But like, I'm net. Look, this I'm is never this is pull, huge. Will Levis is fired up, dude. He is. I love. It's huge for the Will Levis legacy. It's oh, huge yeah. for that. He got their crazy eyes that, taking the helmet off. Bro. That dude does have some wild eyes. Dude, he's he's insane. I love Will he Levis. Is bro. He is I'm getting a Will Levis tattoo, bro. He really if he is. leads us to the playoffs this year, I'm drinking a jar of mayonnaise and coffee, bro. I swear. That's, I mean, not really. He's got to get a Super Bowl. You're for me drinking that. a jar of mayonnaise? No, I'm drinking. Yeah, like I'm putting the whole jar of mayonnaise in there. <laughs> and a lot of coffee, bro. You realize, I, you realize how sick you would be? I don't dude. think oh. you could manage to take two sips of that, bro. No, I wouldn't. Oh. All right, back to talking about the whole game. But no, I, I'm like, were you? So defense looked really good. It d- being realistic though. We won this game off of Dolphins' mistakes. Correct. We yeah. won this game off of Dolphins' You're mistakes. Right. I mean, 
that, I mean, we were not going to win this game without at least three turnovers. And we tried to give this game to them. Like, we legitimately did with back-to-back turnovers. The fact that Garor was still punt returner on that very last drive is beyond mind-numbing to me. Is like is Kyle Phillips out right now? Kyle, uh, Kyle Phillips is out, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Kyle Phillips is out. Because he, he should be the punt returner, but if he's out, he's out. So First win by team down 14 with under three minutes to go since 2016. Holy cow. That is crazy. Yeah. But no, like offensive, offensively, we look good. Um, I mean, Will had that, he had that one, you know, pick six in the very first quarter. That but was a nice fault. No, well, and I, that's what I was about to say. I don't fault him for that, honestly. That's just a bad screenplay. Um, I, I just, it would have been better, obviously, for the Titans to lose this game, but but still, man. I mean, we just went into Miami and and won this game for a team that was fighting for the for, for the number one seed. So I mean, I just oh, look, I, I, I look, I can't like I when I say I had mixed emotions, I really actually do have mixed emotions. Right. Like, this. like I don't know whether to be happy or whether to be like crap because Listen, dude, like I I don't want to sound insane. But there's four games remaining. If you win out, you're in the playoffs. The Texans are. We got to face the Texans twice, and we're not beating. And the CJ Texans, the Texans, might be out, the Texans don't have any players left to play football. I know, but I, CJ, CJ Stroud got a concussion. He's not playing this week. Tank Dell's Tank, out. Tank Dell's out. Nico Collins is out. Their whole team is out. Stop getting my hopes up, bro. Stop getting my hopes Tanner, up. They just got obliterated <laughs> by the Jets. No, bro. But stop getting they got my hopes obliterated up. Obliterated by the Jets. Like, but, but okay. Like, can the, we stop acting like the Jets aren't a good football? The Jets are not good. Okay, let's let's just go ahead and get. I, I wanted to say that earlier. Like the Jets, really, the Jets are a playoff team, Dude, but they're not a really good football team. And here's the thing: nobody in the AFC is a really good football team. Nobody, none of them are. They're all incredibly flawed. So if you're in the AFC playoffs, you can make some noise because they're all very flawed teams. We have to face. We have to face the Texans twice. We have to face Jacksonville again. Worst defense in the NFL right now. And, I mean, I mean, it's not the hardest schedule in the world. No, it's it's an easy schedule. I can't think. Who am I missing besides that? Because we've already faced That's them. three. There's who one am I, more. There's one team that I'm missing that I can't think. Um, I just and, – and the thing, like, I'm, I'm trying – Seahawks. We can definitely – so yeah. we face the Texans next week, Seahawks I mean, again, Texans, then we end the possible, season with Jacksonville. It's possible, man. It, it's possible. It is, but like I'm this is not a good football team, bro. Yeah, I mean Th- this you, is just you're not right. a good so like but here's the thing, Tanner. What like I just said, nobody in the AFC is good. None of them are. They're all not good. They're all And good. here's the thing, bro. If the Titans make it with Will Levis at quarterback, Free agents are going to want to play with that dude. Even if they're just in contention in the last week. They like they're they're that people, would, it'll draw people's attention. I'm I'm not that was a ma- and I mean we don't have we played that game without Jeffrey Simmons as well. I I mean Here's the thing. Okay, I, so- I can't like well, okay, I'll kinda get to this point a little bit later, but I'm gonna kinda drop a little bit of this part at this point. 
by how the Eagles' defense has looked, the Kevin Byer trade doesn't look all that insane right now. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm still not saying it was a good trade, but <laughs> it doesn't look as insane as it did when it first happened. What? 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 So I, I, I'm still saying it was not a good trade. I'm still I agreed with I'm you. still saying it was not a good trade. Said it was a good like, trade. Amari Hooker, dude, has played really, really good. Like he still played good, but I mean, this secondary is still not good. I, I mean, I just. I'm trying not to. You guys are, you guys are doing to me exactly what we done to Gabe at the beginning of the college football season. You're getting my dang hopes up right now, and I'm gonna get crushed no, just like on, Gabe got crushed. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tennessee fans, including Gabe, they all already had their hopes up. We did not do that. Okay, they, um, that's true. As Ender I mean, already had his hopes up. Let's be honest. No, he, he had his hopes up before the. He literally I'm, said I'm they were going to win the AFC. I'm talking team. about the past couple weeks. He has not had hopes at all. Okay, but hey, I mean, we need, dude. I am, I am one thousand percent convinced of Will Levis at this point. What? No, you're like, not. No, you're not telling me anything. It's about over. Like it's, if it's done. Okay, like he if, is the guy. If we beat, here's my thing. Okay, if we beat. I, I can't, like, I cannot bring myself emotional scarring, okay, to buy into the to the Titans are legitimately a playoff contender right now. Right. Like, I, 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 can, I, I, I cannot go there. So let me, let me bring but this down. But if we, you. and hang on, let me, let me say this. If we win the next two against the Texans and the Seahawks, we can revisit this conversation. I just cannot, with how bad this team has looked, and still, guys, this game, this game was won because the Dolphins gifted us this game. The Dolphins gifted us this game. Can we all be honest about that? Apparently, the Dolphins only had one turnover. The Titans had three. I, I mean, so I one of the Titans turnovers. But was I'm, terrible. but like, I'm saying the I'm saying the block field goal as yeah. well. I mean, like. I, I just hey, here's the maybe I'm trying maybe I'm maybe I'm like trying to so keep my feelings. You're you're somewhat right. Look, the Packers lost tonight because they didn't deserve to win the game based on how they played. The Dolphins lost tonight because they didn't deserve to win the game how they played. I will agree with you. They just didn't deserve and to, that, I, they didn't deserve to win. I mean, to be honest, the Titans didn't either. But I don't know. They're, those last two drives, those that's that's some good football. Will Levis, dude, I'm telling you, those last two drives in between those Will Levis ball out, bro. I'm sorry. Like in between those last two drives, by the way, the Dolphins three plays that they had that was atrocious. And Tyreek Hill was not on the field for two. Out of that was just terrible clock management. Just. It was really, really bad. I, I don't know what was going on there. The Dolphins look really out of whack. I don't know. I don't. It, I don't know. It's not pretty. But Will Levis, and I will say this: Will Levis is legit, bro. I'm sorry, Will yeah. Levis is legit. Yeah, dude. So right now, the AFC Wild Card, the Browns are at eight and five. Okay, it means three games above the Titans. And they knocked off Jacksonville. So the I mean, Browns that's... very possibly. I wouldn't put it past the Browns to lose all four of their last games. I, I just hey, the Browns just are not a good football team. 
Hey, Joe Flacco has looked really good. Joe Flacco, he's looked, legit. He, dude, he, he played against the worst defense in the NFL this week. Okay, I mean, but, but I mean, he still looks good. Like, let's like we'll get to these games in a second. Hey, but I'm just breaking wait, down wait, the standings wait, wait, wait. real quick. We'll, we'll get wait. to the Browns game in a second. Joe Flacco throws a more catchable ball than Zach Wilson does. Okay, did Ben Lynch just say that? Holy cow! I mean, I don't. Know if he's being ironic. I don't. I don't know. But That's even what if Garrett Wilson said, I'm just copying what Garrett Wilson. Said. Oh, okay. What I mean, I don't. Joe Flacco did good. I mean, Joe Flacco's solid. But do I think he's going to be able to throw 35 of 40 passes against an average NFL defense? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't at all. Um, he doesn't have to in a lot of games for the Browns, to be honest, because the Browns' defense is so good. But I just, I just don't. I still am not a believer in the Browns. I don't think that they're a good team. Steelers are seven and six, and the Colts are seven and six for the sixth seed and the seventh seed. Still, like it's hard. And here, ben, can I please finish? This other seven and six teams: Texans seven and six, Bron- Broncos seven and six, Bengals seven and six, Bills are seven and six. Just boom, there's tons of seven and six teams. So. I personally believe the Browns, the Steelers, and the Colts, all three are going to fall off. I think all three of them are falling off. Who gets in between the Texans, Broncos, Bengals, Bills? I don't know. And the Titans need multiple of those other four teams to fall off as well. I mean, it's possible. Need a lot to happen. They're two games behind all those teams that are 7-6. and six. They're two games behind them. So they need a few of those teams to just really start losing a bunch of games. I personally don't see – I think the Bills and the Bengals are both going to end up in the playoffs. Um, I just – both of those teams are playing really good right now. I wouldn't want to play either one of them. I just can't, like – um, I, I can't – are you done? Are you – who are you – what are you What are you about to move into? If it's the Titans, then go ahead. If it's one of these other teams, hold off. No, no, it's the, it's the Titans. Okay, I okay. just can't, like I'm, – I'm, I'm trying to – look, I'm trying to think – I'm trying to think long term. Like I'm trying to think like, uh, like okay, if we do, okay, if if we do, like if we do, hit a hot streak, which this is kind of what happened in 2019. Man, we got hot at the same time, and that's when we got the play into the playoff run, and we played in the AFC Championship. We got hot at the right time, and that's literally what I was telling you guys earlier in the season. You got to get hot at the right time, right? That's true, but. What like what does it benefit us whatsoever besides possibly getting free agents that want to come and play with Will Levis? It's just okay. morale. Our second day, like yes, for morale. Okay, but yeah. we're losing out on you're not two losing of out the on bet, two of the bet. Like because if we do make a run in the playoffs, we're looking at a twentieth pick. We've lost out on two of the best the best left tackles. In this draft, dude from Notre look, Dame and the other dude that look, his name if might you, be. If say, you make the like, playoffs, dude, there is literally nothing to complain about. Like, you can't complain about draft pick stuff when you make the playoffs. If you just miss the playoffs, you can complain about that a little bit. But here's the thing. If you're just missing the playoffs, that means you're going to get, like, the 15-16 kind of pick in the draft. And at 15-16, you can still get an elite offensive lineman right there. Okay, it's yeah. not it's not like you're gonna not gonna be able to get an elite offensive lineman. You because I'm telling you right now, teams this in this draft this year, teams are gonna be overreaching on receivers like crazy. Okay, offensive linemen are gonna and quarterbacks they're gonna overreach on receivers and quarterbacks. Offensive linemen are getting a push down the board. You can get a good offensive lineman at 15-16. I promise you, you can. 
This they're going to overreach on quarterbacks and receivers. Just wait, it's going to happen this year. The top ten is going to have at least four quarterback receivers pick quarterbacks receivers, at least four in the top ten. So your good players are going to drop. They're they're going to drop. Um, in all in all my in, in all likelihood, dude. So the Titans have four games left. Okay, let's say they go two and two in those last four games. Okay, so that puts them at seven. And ten for the season, right? Is that correct? Yeah, seven, seven. Okay. So if you go seven and ten, you're probably going to end up with like the eleventh, twelfth pick in the draft, something like that. And you're you're going to be able to get a good player right there. That's going to be a good offensive lineman. I'm telling you, it's you, it'll be completely fine. Worst case scenario for the Titans is if you go three and one in these last four games. That's the worst case scenario because you will not make the playoffs going three and one in these last four games. And you, you'll you'll drop yourself down, but you it's you're still not going to get a terrible player. You'll still be fine. So if we did win out and got, if much. we did win out and and made the playoffs, I mean, getting hot getting hot at the right time matters. I'm sorry, it does. Yeah. Getting hot. I mean, look at what happened to Jacksonville. Well, let's say the Titans they got hot at the right time. If the Titans get a seven seed, I mean, let's just imagine them getting a seven seed. They play against a two seed. Which is likely to be the Dolphins, the Chiefs, something like that. I mean, who else could it be? I mean, the Ravens. I don't. I I, I don't think the Ra- I think the Ravens are a good matchup for the Titans. I still believe that. I, I I don't like. I I they could beat any of those teams. They could. I mean, they just proved they could beat the Dolphins. But to which I I my project didn't I predict like forty two fourteen yeah but like I and I don't blame you I, I I mean I'm pretty sure all of America did the they only, were thirteen and a half the they only, were thirteen and a half point underdogs the only reason why I wouldn't predict it to be like a crazy blow like that is because I just didn't believe the Dolphins were a good team I think the Titans are a bad team especially their secondary matchup with the Dolphins just spelled disaster but but it. They did okay. They, they just played. They played Packer style defense. They played shell coverage and just waited for the Dolphins to mess up. And the Dolphins messed up. This literally goes back. I, I know I've told you guys this before. It is the games that the Titans should not win that we win, <laughs> and it's the games that we should be able to win that we always lose. This yep. is the perfect example of what I've literally said as a Titans fan for years. Yeah, like when we literally. We're the first team in the Pat Mahomes era to keep him out of the end zone when we beat him like 35-3. Nobody was expecting us yeah. to win that game. And we torched the Chiefs that game. Like we, uh, We've got to move on this from the is Titans. This such a now. headache. Holy we've got to God. move on from the Titans. But speaking of Patrick Mahomes, we're going to transition into the game that everybody wants to talk about. Okay. So, Chiefs against the Bills. It's at Arrowhead Stadium. The Bills win the game, twenty to seventeen, and but nobody wants to talk about that. Okay, all right. So I'm trying to figure out a way to map out this play for everybody. So it's second and ten, somewhere near midfield, with a slightly over a minute to go, and Patrick Mahomes drops back, does his little. Squiggly do, squiggly, squiggly do. You know, 
like buying time in the pocket, throws squiggly, it dude. throws it down the right side of the field to Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey runs another 20 yards or so, cuts to the inside toward the middle of the field, then turns and throws a beautifully perfect spiral, probably at least 20 air yards to the left side of the field to Kadarius Toney. Hits him perfectly in stride. Easiest touchdown ever for Kadarius Tony. And there's a flag on the field, and we all saw the flag come up as soon as the play was snapped. So we're thinking offsides, maybe. Maybe illegal formation if the Bills get lucky, something like that. What they call is offsides, but offsides on the offense. And you're like, oh, Wow, that's a call we don't see every day. Then they showed the replay. And so the replay, there's a blue line, right? The blue line is supposed to be the neutral zone. Okay, so Kadarius Tony's toe is kind of halfway across the blue line. So you're like, oh, yeah, he's offsides by a little bit. But here's the thing. That blue line is not the official line, okay? So if you see that line and think, man, Kadarius Tony is just barely offsides. No, he's not. He's a yard and a half offsides. That blue line was not accurate at all. That ball was so much further back. Kadarius Tony's entire body was either in the neutral zone or on the Bills side of the neutral zone. It was way offsides, okay? So I I got Watching it live and then seeing Patrick Mahomes just lose his mind and go nuts. I texted all you guys and I said, hey, I fully expect Patrick Mahomes to apologize once he sees the tape. And he did not do that. <laughs> he did not apologize. He, he, got deeper, he went deeper. <laughs> just saying that you can't call that call on that play. You can't call it. You can't change the outcome of a game. He even admitted that he was offsides, and then was like, "You can't call that call, though." What? Yeah, he yeah he so uh, he kept saying like, "I've never, I've never, I've been in the league seven years, I've never seen that call made." Which is, I mean, maybe they never made it been called against the Chiefs. But here's the thing: you want to know why that call is never made? It's because receivers aren't usually stupid enough to line up offsides. Okay, it's that that's the reason why it's never made. The one thing that I do want to say about this. Is he kept saying, he kept saying that you can't make that call because people want to see the players decide the game. He's big. Can, hold, sorry, Kadarius Tony decided the game. He did. He lined up offsides. That was Kadarius Tony. It's not like the ref just made up a penalty and threw a flag. Kadarius Tony decided to line up offsides. So Kadarius Tony did decide the fate of the game, just not the way you wanted it. Yeah. What you got, Tanner? His big thing was, and, and and Andy was saying the exact same thing, and you as an official can't speak to this because the head official came out and basically yeah. totally debunked every all of this. But his big thing was that officials are supposed to be lenient and give warnings to the receiver and basically supposed. tell them, like, you need to back up. You need to back up. And if you don't back up, then the flag is thrown. Right. That's what they were saying. And then the head official came out and said they are not obligated to give warnings. Now, if you look over, like, if they look over like this, then you'll tell them back up, back up. But I don't even know if Kadarius Tony done that. Right. Like, I, didn't, I did not see him look over to see if he was good with an official. 
But that was more, I feel like that was more of the argument that they were trying to make. But still, I mean, that that's yeah. if and, that's and, the and argument Coach, you're trying to make, that's still a ridiculous yeah. argument. And, and Coach Andy Reid, he, he'd say, I heard him say, like, I usually get a warning for something like mm-hmm. this or something like that. Anyway, so I'm going to go through this quickly real quick because I'm going to try to get, like, a one-minute clip that like, I can post on social media. And then after that, I'm going to go into a little more detail, okay? So here's the thing. As an official, you're lined up on that on that line, right? The receivers come up to you. They point. They have the option. They don't have to, but they have the option to point to the official. Am I onside? Am I onside? Oh, good, good. The referee will give them a signal saying yes, you're onside. So, and I saw a clip of Kadarius Tony. I saw a sideline clip from the from the stands. So, Kadarius Tony comes up to the line of scrimmage, points to the official, gives a point, and immediately lines up. He just points and lines up and never looks at the official again. Like he literally points, lines up, and he literally just, that's all he did was point and line up. He didn't actually look at the official's reaction. All he did was line up, point, and then the thing is, Kadarius Tony lined up offsides. Because of that design flight that they were about to run, he knew what that play was going to be, and he was so focused on selling what he needed to sell and doing his job that he forgot how to line up correctly. That's exactly what happened there. And here's the thing, when well, you were talking about officials being lenient in certain situations, Yes, you can be lenient if their helmet is slightly in the neutral zone or their hand is kind of waving in the neutral zone. But Kadarius Tony was blocking the the official's view of the football completely. He couldn't see it at all. Okay, so I I, I just I, I I I can't understand. And here's the thing: people want to use the argument too, like, oh, oh, you, there's no point of calling that. It didn't have an effect on the play. I don't want that called because it didn't have an effect on the play. Yes, it did have an effect on the play. The official literally can't see the line of scrimmage. He can't see the offensive lineman at the snap. He can't tell if anybody's false starting early. He can't tell if any of the other offensive linemen are offsides. He can't tell if somebody does a chop block at the beginning of the snap. The official can't see any of that stuff because Kadarius Tony is blocking the entire view. So he is affecting the play. So you can't use that argument, okay? So don't use that argument. If you are using that argument, you're just lazy, and you, you want to find some kind of excuse because you want to see Patrick Mahomes win a game in prime time. Not not necessarily prime time, but it might as well have been prime time. So anyway, it's it's just it's I I could not believe after this game how many people were actually defending. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid after this. It's, it was I, insane. I I thought the entire world was going to be making fun of them. Like I, I was like, I what are they doing? Like I like they just are going to be made fun of by everybody because it's clear as day. Everybody sees that the official got it right. I mean, it's a call you have to make. All the like the head official media guy for Fox, the head official media guy for CBS. The head official media guy for ESPN, the head official media guy for NBC, every single one of them said, you have to make this call. There is no exceptions. You have to make it every single time. It is that obvious of a call. You have to make it. And they're all 100% right. It's the, as soon as I saw it live, I'm like, you, you can't make an excuse for this. Like you can't, you can't just say, oh, it's a big play moment. And also, when the official threw this flag, he didn't know there was about to be a 50-yard touchdown, craziest play we've ever seen in our lives kind of play. He didn't know that was going to happen. He yeah. just knew a guy was offsides. 
Like, that he can't even see the football. Of course he's going to throw the flag. I, I will say, and, like, I'm not going to take credit for this, but I actually heard Ryan Clark make this earlier, and I actually agree with this. Like, this is actually a really good point. One reason that I do think that Patrick Mahomes dug in so much on this is, and let me explain first, is he's just being too good of a teammate, bro. Yes. He's just being too good of a teammate. I agree with you. Because, like, I'm sorry. Like, the blame needs to be on Kadarius Tony right here. Like, one, what are you doing? And two, you literally just dropped another pass earlier in the game. Travis Kelsey drops another pass earlier in the game. Like, the, t- the drop passes just keep adding up and adding up and adding up. So instead of I, I, I legitimately think that's why he's digging in so hard on this, and yeah. I, I agree, he's legitimately just being too good of a teammate. And instead of putting the blame where it needs to be, he's putting the blame here to take pressure off of where it needs to be. Yes, like you're. I that, think- the, that is. I genuinely feel like that is why he's digging in so well on this. Yeah, you legitimately can't. I don't care if you. You yes, even the best quarterback in the National Football League right now. Okay, even he has to know by looking at that film, by how offsides he is. Like, come on, bro! Like, you legitimately can't make an argument for that. Yeah. Like, you know that flag has to come. So that that makes like i completely agree with his take on that yeah. like that is 100% i think that's exactly right and i'm i'm about to say basically the same thing but i'm going to go in a little more detail patrick mahomes this entire season of all the re- the receiving core in general is just frustrating him and kadarius mm-hmm. tony in particular is really frustrating him and he has reached a bullying a boiling point yep. and he snapped yep, yep and whenever yep, he yep. snapped he realized he snapped and was like you know what if i start going off of Kadarius tony it's just gonna do nothing but hurt our team even more yep. she's like i need to take my boiling points and snapping i need to take that frustration and point it to the official even though i knew even though i know the official didn't screw up i'm going to point it direct it at him instead of at Kadarius tony because mm-hmm. if i direct it at Kadarius tony I'm not going to have a team at all. So so he he I think he mistakenly snapped. I don't think he intended to snap, but once he did snap, it was too late and he realized he needed to direct that energy at somebody else other than Kadarius Tony. I I and think that, that's that's what happened. Yeah, I mean I agree I, with that. I think it's the aspect of like him snapping basically like somebody's got to help me. My receivers aren't going to do it, and now you guys aren't doing it. Like from the aspect of yeah. the lenience with the call, like him and Andy Reid are wanting the warning aspect of the call. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Like I, I just, it was the right call, man. Like you can't. If that call, I, I, I legitimately think if that does not get called, people are more upset than the fact that it was called. Well, the only reason I'd push back on that is if it didn't get called, it's very possible that nobody noticed. Like, even with it that, that bad, like, come on. After man. the play, something would get posted about it on Twitter later on. Like, mm-hmm. look how far off sides Kadarius Tony was on this play. 
And it it would make a little bit of rounds on social mm. media, probably, but it, it would not have national media attention. It's not going to be to the fact of like the Sauce Gardner PI. The only something way, of that nature. Yeah, the you only, know the play I'm talking about. Yes, the only way it would reach that is if who was the broadcast of that game? Was that CBS? I think it was CBS. Yeah, it was Tony. Yeah, Roma. it was a four, yeah. So CBS. The whoever their like NFL referee dude is that talks during the game during the games. You know, like those guys. Yeah. yeah. If that guy pointed it out on the play on the live broadcast, then it would become a big deal. But it would t- he would have to point that out mm-hmm. on the live broadcast. Yeah. And the chances of him noticing that probably isn't great either. Because his job is to kind of react to plays after they happen. He's not literally sitting there watching the line of scrimmage before every snap. Like that he's just not doing that. Yeah. So he may not have noticed it either. But so it, it so I would push back a little bit from that point of view. It, it may not have gotten noticed, but regardless whether it was getting noticed or not, as an official, you have to make that call. Because mm-hmm. yeah, after that game, if he doesn't make that call and it gets reviewed and they see that he missed that call, he gets berated for that. Like he would get like these guys get graded, dude. And he would make he would get a massive like deduction in his grade for missing that call. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, if there's a helmet kind of hovering over the, the neutral zone, they'll let it go. They'll give you a warning on that kind your of stuff. Your entire body, though? Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if your head is hanging over or you got a hand in the neutral zone, that's the kind of – because they, they were talking about we usually get a warning on that kind of stuff. That's what they're talking about. Like mm-hmm. if, your head, if your helmet is over the neutral zone, if your hands are in the neutral zone, that's what you get warnings for. And they're like, hey, you need to back up a little bit or I'm going to call you for that, okay? Like that's the kind of stuff you get warnings for, all right? Whenever your entire body is blocking the official's entire view of the football, you don't get a warning for that. Look, it, I know viewer or listeners aren't going to be able to see, but have you seen? You obviously you have. Did you notice? And this is this is just something I don't understand. Have you noticed how far off the line of scrimmage the right tackle is? I can't think of what this guy's name I is. Can't, I know who you're talking. Do about. you know what I'm talking? Have you he, seen he, how far back he is? He's not. He's not doing that much anymore. Dude, or like even first, in that play though, first couple of games, like no, he's fine. I mean, his what the rule is: your helmet has to break the plane of the offensive the the offensive lineman's waist next to you. So like he so he's fine. Like you don't have to be right on the line of scrimmage. In a way, dude, like they want those tackles to be backed up just a little bit because it gives those officials on the wings the views to the ball. If they're all playing really tight, they the officials get back and up, bro, but like so if you're the like if you're a defensive end you have to if you are a defensive end with a right tackle playing that far back, like like he I, I can't obviously there's no sense in showing because like nobody can see anything, but like he is so far back. You have to be Usain Bolt to beat him off the line yeah. when he's playing that far it's, back. You gotta go like to, you gotta beat him you, the other way. You gotta beat him inside if he's gonna do that. He he's giving he's making his inside vulnerable whenever he's playing that far out like that. So you just gotta You've got to play him differently. So he's forcing you to play one direction, so which is fine, but he's making himself vulnerable in that one direction. So it, it, it has some positives and negatives. I, I don't really care about how the offensive linemen stand. I, I really don't think it makes that big of a difference. Um, but the, the yeah. Kadarius Tony, he's just... 
He's just got to, first of all, he does the little point thing to the official, doesn't even look at the official's reaction, never glances that way again. And even then, he's looking at the ball. So he literally... The whole time. He's looking at the ball, sees exactly where the ball spotted at, knows exactly what yard line it's at, and his foot, he's standing right next to a hash mark. Like, he knows where he's at. How does he not realize how far off sides he is? I, I just, I could, like, dude, like, I'm coming from kind of a unique perspective because I've been in a receiver in that situation and I've been an official in that situation. I can't, I just can't comprehend how the receiver makes, because there's, he made a lot of mistakes in a row. One, not paying attention to what the official was going to tell him, whether he was onside or not. Then the ball, being that far off sides, you, you've got the best view in the house. You know exactly where the line of scrimmage is. You can't line up off sides. You can't do it. And like I said earlier, what it was, he was so focused on that play that they were about to run, a very complex play. They were, he was so focused on it that he just forgot about all the pre-snap duties that he had to do. He was so focused on what to do after the snap. He wasn't paying attention to what he was doing before the snap. That's just that's what happened. And in a way, I kind of feel sorry for Kadarius Tony for that. If this was like the first or second time we've seen this from him. But he's made so many mistakes, dude. It's been that I don't season. I don't really feel that all sorry season. for him anymore. I mean, it's it's here's a, by the way, I, I I'm I'm done talking about that. I we've got we've got all our points across about that. What's going to go lost in this game is how good the Bills and Josh Allen played. Okay, Josh Allen balled out, and nobody, nobody even like realizes it today <laughs> because this is all anybody's talking about. But Josh Allen in this game, he, he threw one boneheaded interception. This is Josh Allen, one boneheaded t- interception, and just other than that. Incredible play after incredible play after incredible play after incredible play. Like, this is just, this is what Josh Allen does. He's going to give you three incredible touchdowns and he's going to give you one dumb turnover. That's just what he does. And the Bills, if they're smart, which it seems like they're, they're current offensive coordinator now, they're interim offensive coordinator, Joe, um, what's, what's his name? Dead gummit. Joe, it's not Joe Barry. That's the defensive coordinator for the Packers. Joe, man, I can't remember. Dadgummit. Anyway, the new offensive coordinator seems to realize this about Josh Allen and is just going to let him play ball. It's like, look, I know there's going to be a negative play in here somewhere, but he's going to give us so many positive plays along the way. Just let him Just let him go, bro. Just let him go. So, anyway, uh, I, I, Josh Allen, Joe Brady. Joe yes, Brady. Joe, I knew it was similar to Joe Barry. I was Barry. trying to give you like the... The quarterback, Brady. Oh, okay. Joe like Brady, was. yes. Um, Joe Brady, by the way, he was the offensive coordinator for Joe Burrow and LSU the year that they won the national championship. Um, so anyway, I, I think that they're doing a great job with Josh Allen right now. By the way, Stephon Diggs only had like 20 yards receiving in that game. And, and their offense still looked awesome. They had James Cook very involved in the offense. That was That's a really good change up from them. I thought that was awesome. James Cook looked amazing in that game. Uh but anyway, we'll move on to other games now. Uh I I think the Bills are gonna make the playoffs, dude. And the NFL 
The NFL needs them in the playoffs. They they just do. They need that team in. Um, I'm going to run through these games. Some of these, like this one, not really that worth talking about. Thursday night football, Patriots at Steelers. Patriots win 21 to 18. It's much higher scoring than I thought it would be. Yes, it, the over hit. The over hit. In the first half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, it, it hit pretty fast. Um, it, was, it was very quick. Bailey Zappi looked pretty good, especially against a defense like the Steelers. Bailey Zappi looked pretty good. The Steelers' defense didn't really look like the Steelers' defense. No, though, not honestly. really. And the Steelers' offense still looks bad. I can't pick it still up. You all swear up and down Mitch Trubisky is better. He's not. He's I not. think he is. I don't Dude. I I don't know. At the very least, there's not really any difference between Dude, them. Joe Flacco literally in the games that he's played with the Browns this season already has as many touchdown passes as Kenny Pickett does. Did he have Matt Canada as his offensive coordinator, bro? Still, bro. Like, I don't think Canada Kenny was a Pick- problem. Kenny Pickett is just not good. It, the, whole, the whole offense like, just I, I don't like. I don't understand. Their offensive line's bad. Uh, Najee Harris is bad. I mean, it's just it's a bad recipe. It just is. It's not good. But anyway, moving on. That game's not worth spending any more time on. This one is a little interesting. Buccaneers at Falcons. Buccaneers went twenty nine to twenty five. The Falcons. I mean, just let this game just escape like they just blundered this game away so poor like i mean this was just this was not pretty at all i didn't even watch the game and i still don't want to talk about it i kept up with every single second of it without watching and so even the end even the last play of the game they were like on the 50 yard line and threw a ball to like the three yard line was it? I don't know if it was Drake London that caught it or if it was somebody else. I think it was. Drake I think it was Drake London. Actually. Yeah, and it was a great play. It literally was just missing one more receiver running underneath him. All they need is one receiver running underneath Drake London right there for Drake London to pitch the ball back to, and that's a touchdown. And because the defense is not going to adjust to that guy sweeping that quickly, it's going to be a. T- it's going to. It, like the every part of that play was there except for the very last the very last de- design piece. Like they just needed that last piece, and it just didn't exist. It wasn't to time that though. Like and it, it's easy. That, you think. Like I, it, I feel it, like timing that up would be so much harder than you think. No, it's it's easier than you think. Like it is. I just it's e- because the other receiver he's just waiting. He's just waiting off to the side near one of the sidelines somewhere and waiting for the ball to come start. It's downward trajectory toward Drake London. And then Drake London, once he catches it, he has a half second to find where on this crossing part, crossing route that the other receiver is. So he can toss it either over here to the left, he can toss it to the right, to the middle. He can adjust to what that guy's doing. That's where the not that's where the nightmare of the play would happen. Is like I realize it's your it, best it, chance. I, it's, I, it's a difficult play, but it's it's your best chance. Like, I, I get it, go but like I mean, Travis Kelsey did 25 yards. I mean, this is a much easier play. Okay, but he wasn't jumping, catching the ball, focusing on catching the ball, maintaining possession. You know, he doesn't have to maintain possession. I just... He just needs to pop the ball back. That's all he's got to do. It's not that hard. It's not. It really isn't. The, everything was there. You make everything sound. So everything easy, like was. They bro. did all the hard parts. Like Drake, what Drake? All the, like the play that I'm talking about. Drake London did all the hard parts of the play. He did all the hard parts already. The easy part was the only part that they didn't do. That's the. They just. They just didn't do that part. 
They they completed the long pass. Drake London possessed the long pass. All it took, all all they're missing is that simple little pitch back to the guy that's running across the field. Like it's it's there. At the end of the day, this division just sucks. Okay, the the Buccaneers, the Falcons, and the Saints are all six and seven, and one of them's got to win the division. So because we know it's not going to be the Panthers. So they still have a chance. No. <laughs> No, they're mathematically. Yeah, they mathematically don't have a chance. Uh, all right, moving on. Rams at Ravens. Ravens win thirty-seven to thirty-one. This game was chaotic. Uh, neither team played defense in this game. The Ravens receivers, including Odell Beckham Jr., looking like prime Odell Beckham Jr. Guys were just running around thirty yards plus downfield, and the Rams defenders were just nowhere in sight. Cue up the Isaiah Lifley touchdown. <laughs> like no no Rams defenders in the entire stratosphere there. I mean that was just that was chaos. Um Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup both balled out. Um and Matthew Stafford looked great against what's supposed to be a good Ravens defense. By the way, this game goes to overtime, right? The Rams have to punt. Yeah. And the Ravens win it on a punt return. This is probably like a 65-70 yard punt return. It was a cool-looking punt return and everything. At the very beginning, though, just a clearest day block in the back. I mean, I mean, just clearest day. And it's and it that it wasn't like a random block in the back that had nothing to do with the play. This block in the back freed him. It freed him to have a good return. I mean, come on. We throw penalties like NFL, college, high school, all every level on punt returns. There's penalties thrown all the time. Because players just can't help themselves, man. They're going to block in the back. They see that person in front of them, and they can't help themselves. And this guy was no different. He couldn't help himself. He blocked in the back. But somehow they missed that one. I, I Maybe the referees just wanted to go home. I, I don't know. <laughs> it was a long game. Uh, but that's a, that was a bad miss. And Ravens are 10-3. and three. I really think it's a very fraudulent ten and three, man. I just again, AFC, I just don't think there's any good teams. I just I'm not so I'm still not sold on the Ravens. Um it, it took you were home against the Rams and needed kind of a miracle overtime. I, I just I don't know, dude. I, I just I don't buy it. But Lamar Jackson looked good. I'm not gonna take anything away. I'm not gonna say he played like he didn't deserve what he had in this game. He played well. He made some good throws. Um like I said, like the Rams defense wasn't really guarding anybody, but hey, he took what they gave him. So props to him. Uh moving on to another quarterback I think is trash. Lions at Bears. The Bears went twenty eight to thirteen. I thought you were talking about um Jared Goff for a minute. I mean, the Lions, dude. The Lions do not look good right now. Here's the that's this is the most sad thing about the Packers losing tonight, man. If they won out, they could have they they could have won the division. Like, as bad as the Lions are playing, they, they actually could have won the division. But that's just not going to happen now. But, man, the Lions don't look good, dude. They don't look good. I, I don't know what happened to them, but, man, they're just they're just not playing well. The Bears, hey, keep winning, Bears. Keep winning, please. I, I beg mean, I beg you. They're going to have the number one pick anyways, though. So. Yeah, they will. But And then they'll trade down to another team that's at number nine that wants their franchise quarterback. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, go ahead. Anyway, uh, moving on. Colts at Bengals. Bengals win 34-14. to Hey, 
Jake Browning. Jake did Browning. Did you see where Joe Burrow gave his box to? I did. To Jake Browning's family. That they could watch the game. That's cool. That's legit. Yeah, bro. That's, that's cool. That's a cool dude. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I like that. That's super cool. Yeah, Jake Browning is Joe Burrow. Is like he's got to be one of the most lovable dudes in football. Of course, that, like, that's coming from an Alabama fan, bro. bro. I, I don't like. I, okay, <laughs> I am not. I will be honest. I hated him in college. Well, I didn't hate him in college. Hate's a strong word. I did not like him in college, mostly because what he done to Alabama. But as soon as he got to the NFL, bro, you cannot help but love this guy. Yeah, like he is probably one of the most lovable dudes in football. Like yeah, I, I cool love dude. Joe Burrow, bro. But now we're going to transition from talking to Joe Burrow. Yes, sorry. sorry. I didn't know if you guys saw him. Jake Browning. Dude, past couple of weeks, bro, that guy has been balling Legit. out. Legit. Him, I, and, him and Joe Flacco are battling for MVP right now. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. I legitimately, I think the Bengals are going to make the playoffs, man. Like, I really, really do. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I, and which is, which is wild. Uh, I just think the whole team is a good team. Like, with Jake Browning being there, yeah, he's not Joe Burrow, but he's good enough. I, I think their offensive weapons are good. I think their defense is above average. I, 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 I just that's a good football team, and nobody in the AFC is good. So I, I, I don't know. I think the Bengals are going to be okay. I really do. Do I think they're going to win a Super Bowl? No, I don't. But I think they could win a, a playoff game. I think they could. Moving on to another AFC North team. Jaguars at Browns. Browns win 31 to 27. This game was kind of hard to watch. I thought it was kind of exciting, actually. Uh so apparently the NFL faked Trevor Lawrence's injury, by the way. No, whatever. Okay. Oh, okay. He was running like obviously that was sarcasm, but dude was oh, running like he legitimately yeah. didn't that have dude. anything wrong with his ankle. Yeah, that dude said there's like, nothing wrong with my ankle. Nah, bro. He was he was on that Aaron Rodgers special in that game. Like, yeah, that, I, that dude showed no pain. He was yeah. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, he he was cutting hard and running hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was wild. Anyway, Joe Flacco, twenty six completions on this is the crazy part. 45 attempts. He threw the ball 45 times. That dude's arm is about to fall off, bro. I mean, holy cow. 311 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. I mean, when the Browns signed this guy, they couldn't have been expecting this, man. They could not have expected that. Like I said, dude, the past couple weeks, the Jaguars' defense looks like seriously the worst defense in the NFL. I, I, I don't know... They were never, like, great this season, but something's happened the past few weeks where they're just atrocious right now. I don't know what's going on. It's bad. It's really, really bad. Speaking of really, really bad, Panthers at Saints. The Saints are not even a good football team, but they won 28-6. to The Panthers, oh, I got to go pull up, pull up what, Bryce Young's box score. Oh, gosh. 13-36. of 36. For 137 yards. And in the first half, it looked worse than that. He was like, he started the game like 1 for 12, I think. Yes. It it was was something that. But see, like, I don't. It's not. I just, I can't, like. You're just not going to be able to see whether he's a good or bad quarterback right now or not. 
You're yeah. just you're just not, dude. It's just there it's was actually like, there was actually a stat that I saw. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like Bryce Young as far as like the amount of pressure he's been under and delivering precise balls under pressure that should be caught, his rating for quarterbacks is one of the highest in the league. But they're just they have no receivers, so they can't catch the ball. There's zero separation. So even though he's placing the ball perfectly, like it's still just yeah, I mean they have no chance, and I feel bad for their coach that got fired. Like, why? Why did you fire that? Firing dude? Frank Reich was yeah, insane. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, that's, that's stupid. I don't know what they would, especially with a rookie quarterback. Like, you want a form of stability and consistency. Yeah, and then they're like, ah, fire the coach halfway through the season. He didn't even make it halfway, did he? They no, he made it before. seven games in the season. Yeah, I think. that's insane. It's wild. Insane. Next up, Texans at Jets. Jets win 30-6. to six. Hang on. Really quick. I'm going to do a podcast first right here. <laughs> okay. I will admit, Zach Wilson did look good. He looked good this game. He did. Okay, so... This game. Like, he looked good this game. I will be honest, okay? Am I ready to make him MVP? No, okay? But in this game, he looked really, really good. Okay, I, will I appreciate it. hearing that. Yes. But here, I'm still going to complain about you saying that. And here's why. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> this is the first game you actually won. You are the only. You are the only person I know that will complain about me giving Zach Wilson a compliment. So, so you're doing what the media is doing once again. The media... The media this week, ESPN, NFL, all of them have made posts this week about how good Zach Wilson looked and how he balled out this week. And you want to know why? I have not listened to one thing that was said about Zach Wilson. I understand what you're saying, but you want to know why all the media people have made all those posts this week? Why is that, Brandon? His statistics. 27 of 36 for 301 yards and two touchdowns. I'm not even basing it off the statistics. Some of the plays, this, yeah. Uh, which you did watch those plays, so I do believe you. Yeah. But the media, the only reason they're giving this any attention is because his stats were also insane in this game. Mm. A lot of those throws you saw him make in this game, he's been making those throws all year, bro. That's what he's been doing all year. I, I'm telling you, that's what he's been Followed doing. Followed by crucial turnovers. That's not true either. <laughs> but here's the thing: like the the stats matched what we've been seeing him do, and receivers were not dropping balls in this game, which is crazy because this was a nasty weather game. Mm-hmm. Like, if the receivers had been dropping balls in this game, I wouldn't have even blamed the receivers. Like, it was just it was just one of those weather games that like you kind of expect it. Has there been a sunny game since Week One at MetLife Stadium? I don't think there. Literally, well, Cow- this Cowboys got. Cowboys-Giants was disgusting. That game was disgusting. I literally could not tell you. Was it raining during the Chiefs-Jets game? No. I don't think so. There, I literally think there's only been like two or three games I've seen the Jets play at MetLife that it has not been well, the The Packers and Giants game was at MetLife tonight. It wasn't rain. It was cold, but yeah. that's fine. That's not. It wasn't bad weather. It was snowing earlier in the day, which I would have loved snow in that game. That would oh, be yeah. cool. That but anyway, awesome. Zach Wilson, dude, he looked good. Brees Hall looked good. But here's we also need to point out, now, this didn't matter because the Jets had already taken control of the game anyway. But C.J. Stroud went out with a concussion. Uh, Nico Collins, 
he went out with some kind of, how do you know how bad of an injury it has been on Nico Collins? No. no. He went know. out as well. By the end of the game, the Texans didn't have any players left on offense. But at that point, the Jets, they were already pulling away. They had control. But, man, I, Zach Wilson played great. I was excited to see him. He had a smile on his face. That was That's really encouraging to Apparently, see. Apparently, he literally told a teammate before the game, he's like, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to bench me again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it caused him to play free. That's cool, dude. Um, man, I, I, I really hope that that dude – Straight like next week has a similar kind of game, and the week after that, because that dude deserves a full season as a starting quarterback for somebody next year. He yeah. he he deserves that. He he needs that opportunity, and, and I I hope he gets it, man. I want it for him, and I also want Aaron Rodgers to actually come back. Like that would be awesome. I think Aaron Rodgers is coming back, whether they're in playoff contention or not. That's just stupid. And here's why. And I actually agree with her. I heard him talk about this. Is yeah, I heard this. He said that like the risk of re-injuring it means nothing. He's That's like true. he's like if I re-injure it, who cares? I'll be back before next season anyway. So I'm like, you know what? That's that's a good point. I mean, what he should have said was, who cares? If I re-injure it, I'll just retire anyway. <laughs> that's what he should have said. But but yeah, I mean, if, if he re-injures, he'll have plenty of time to recover for next season. So. Anyway, so I kind of agree with that sentiment. He he's just determined to prove people wrong. That's just what that's just what he wants to do. Yeah. So I fully expect that he will play at least one football game Dude, this season. I just I, I um that will one be the most watched game in NFL history for one. Well, it probably two, won't be prompt time. What I they'll flex it in anyway. <laughs> probably yeah, they should. Not they should. I will. Uh, oh, let's go see the Jets' last few games real quick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look at this. I didn't they nothing. said that he would be medically cleared for the 24th game against the Commanders, which is their third to last game. So 24th is home against the Commanders. They don't need him. That's their that's their last home game. That they don't play another home game after that. Then they play <laughs> at the Browns on the 28th and at the Patriots on January 7th. So they only need him for the Browns. That's that's a third. That's a Thursday night game. So that's prime time. He might. He will be, be back. That will be his first game I back. Think he may be coming back for that one. That Although you want a week, but you can't just throw yourself into the Browns' offense, which Aaron Rodgers probably I mean, will. But yeah, their defense. Yeah, you That's can't a tough just defense throw... to come out against. Yeah, yeah. you your offense is going to be so out of sync if you do that, and their defense is way too good for your offense to be. Out of sync. Yeah, you know, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett would be coming for him, bro. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. All right, moving um, on. What I was going to say is, I. I wasn't sure initially the fit of Rodgers with Zach Wilson, but I I don't know if the Jets could have brought anyone better to be a mentor in for Zach Wilson. It's honestly. perfect. It's yeah. perfect. Having he, having seen how it's played out, it's like okay. The reason says he made Aaron Rodgers la hell and Aaron Rodgers. And he, here, here here's why it's perfect. Nobody is better at not caring what the media thinks than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And that's what Zach Wilson needed. Zach yeah. Wilson needed somebody to show him how to not care about media. That's that's exactly what Zach Wilson needed. Yeah, you're right. That's that's perfect. He, he needed someone to show him how to take a little bit of accountability for stuff that's actually his fault, but also hold other players accountable if they mess up and then just not care what the media says at all. It's like, hey, this is our organization. We are the team. Who cares what the media says? Yeah. And and New York is such a hard place to do that in, man. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, moving on. Vikings and Raiders. Oh, God. 
Do we have to talk about this? <laughs> Vikings win the game three to zero. I was rooting so hard for a zero to zero tie. I we were so close. We were like five minutes away from a zero to zero overtime. We were so close, and the Vikings had to make one good play to put them in field goal range. I was so sad. I was rooting so hard for a missed field goal right there. Who? Uh, Josh Dobbs got benched yes, in this game, he right? He got benched for Nick Mullins, and Nick Mullins made one throw to put them in field goal range, and that was the only good offensive play the entire game. Yes. You still think he's a top ten quarterback? I don't think anybody. I never. Yes. You said he was the worst quarterback. Yeah. In the nobody said he was top ten. But anyway, moving on. Seahawks. At 49ers, 49ers win 28-16. The 49ers dominated this game, it felt like, and it kind of felt like they were asleep the whole time, too. So it was just like, I mean, they're just too good, dude. They're just too good. I saw that uh, Kyle Shanahan said that he would get a Christmas gift for whoever gets under DK Metcalf's skin or something like that. I didn't see and that. And Fred Warner, is that the linebacker? Fred thing? Warner, He yeah. got under DK. Like, he made DK, DK just, like, lose his mind in this game. <laughs> so, that guy's getting a Christmas gift from Kyle Shanahan, apparently. That's so, awesome. Uh, other than that, not really much to say in this game. The 49ers are really, really good. The Seahawks are not. They're just average. So, it's kind of what we expected. Um, next up, Broncos at Chargers. Broncos win 24-7. to Justin Herbert broke his finger and caused me to lose in every single fantasy league that I'm in because I have Justin Herbert in every single fantasy league. A lot of them, it was the first week of my playoffs this week. So it's just a great, great day. Um, Broncos looked pretty good. Uh, Russell Wilson made a bomb shot at Cortland Sutton, made a fantastic catch, one-handed catch. Um, Broncos are there, bro. Hey, they're one game behind the Chiefs for that for that division right now. They 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 look good too. They, it's not just like oh, this team's getting hot. They I, they look. Good. I'm gonna make this very clear right now. For the past five weeks, at least, they look better than the Chiefs. They look like a better football team than the yeah. Chiefs do. I mean, and it's it's just straight straightforward. Like look, they just look better. They beat the Chiefs, and their confidence was like, "Oh, okay, we're going to win the Super Bowl now." That that's yeah. literally what it felt like so, happened. And th- their defense just started yeah. playing like last season. It's like wait, I, I don't know what happened with the defense. It's that's literally crazy. just. I don't know. Oh, okay. Last but not least, Eagles. At Cowboys, on Sunday Night Football, the Cowboys win 33-13. to The Cowboys just smacked around the Eagles in this game. Hey, who who said – I can't remember, okay? I, I don't know if you guys remember this. But who is the person that said that they could very easily see the Cowboys winning this game? Yeah, and who is the one that said, bro, you're crazy. The Eagles are going to dominate this game. And I was like, bro, the Cowboys every single year have that one win that Cowboy fans just absolutely blow out of proportion. And you're like, no, bro, they've already had that. What is going on literally right now? Everybody is saying Cowboys will win. Like, everybody is literally, I mean, I called that. Yes, perfect. You did. Okay. Perfect. I didn't call it perfectly because I thought it was going to be a close game, but I did say the exact same thing that you just said of like the Cowboys are going to find a way to win this game and then everyone is going to talk about how they are the Super Bowl favorites and they should win the Super. Mm-hmm. So just because 
it was the worst possible case scenario for me, and I knew it was going to happen. So, few few things to say here. One, I mean, Dak Prescott didn't play a bad game. Um, didn't play a great game. One thing. Hey, be careful. That's the MVP you're yeah. talking about. The Eagles. It's between him and Brock Purdy. Yeah. The Eagles looked awful. They like every one of their main players just fumble on the ball every time they touch it. I mean, they looked awful, and the Cowboys just kept getting fumble recoveries and making insanely long field goal after insanely long field goal. Like, I mean, the Cowboys were getting great field position and not moving the ball at all. They just kicked field goal after field goal after field goal after field goal after field goal. So, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm a little bit worried about that because you just got crazy great field position pretty much every possession you had, and you barely moved the ball at all. So, not a great look for their offense. Their defense, obviously, props for creating the turnovers, I guess. And the field goal kicker, that dude, I mean, he might... 60s and a 50, wasn't it? 60, a 59, a 52. I thought it was like two 60s. The second one was a 59. It was a a 60, a 59, a 52, and a 49. Something like, like, I mean, just, that's some nonsense. And they literally signed him... Yeah, they, he has not he has not missed a kick all season. Am not I a single one. Yeah, he has not. Missed He's a, like thirty for thirty. Yeah, yeah, it not missed a single kick. Hey, I mean, they're gonna make it thirty for thirty. But insane, that's crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, I do want to point out, as it stands right now, they're both of the, the Eagles and the Cowboys are both ten and three. And as it stands in the division standings right now, the Cowboys are ahead of the Eagles. I'm because, pretty sure I because, said Cowboys win the division, right? No, they don't win. Can the, I finish what I'm saying, guys? Sorry, bro. I'm the just Eagles and Cowboys are 10-3. and three. As it stands right now, the Cowboys are ahead of the Eagles in the division because of divisional record. Mm. But because of the Eagles having more division games to go than the Cowboys, if both teams win out, the Eagles actually win the division. And the Eagles have a really easy schedule. The Cowboys have a very brutal schedule. Um, let's see what they got coming up. The Cowboys have got the Bills this week, the Dolphins the next week, the Lions after that, and then close with the Commanders. So three weeks in a row of tough, tough games. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think the Eagles are going to win. The, the betting odds right now are the Eagles to win the division are like minus 300 for the Eagles to win the division. Um, so it, it's they still, gotta figure some stuff out. Bro. Yeah, the, here's the thing about the Eagles, man. I, I'm a, obviously the game didn't look good, and last week they didn't look good either against the 49ers. But they just went through one of the most brutal schedule periods ever in the NFL. Like, who they just played against on November 5th, home against the Cowboys. November 20th at the Chiefs. November 26th, home against the Bills. December 3rd, home against the 49ers. December 10th, at the Cowboys. That's one of the most brutal schedule stretches ever. I mean, that was that's insane. So, now they get the Seahawks, then the Giants, then the Cardinals, then the Giants. So, like, they're, they get to close a lot easier schedule than the Cowboys do. So, I, I still feel pretty good about the Eagles winning the division. But, yeah, that game was not pretty. They looked bad. That was rough. Not good at all. But anyway, you got anything else you want to talk about before we close it up here? Like that's through all the NFL games. Anything? Oh, um, the Lakers won the in-season tournament. Yeah, 
Hey, uh, I'll, I'll wait for Ben to get back okay. to talk about this, because I'm pretty We're sure... We're not waiting all night. Somebody called me. Hey, Ben, I can't remember. Yeah, Can you refresh yeah. my mind? Was it you, or was it... I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was you that was calling me crazy because I said the Lakers were going to beat the Pelicans. I'm and you were like, no, bro, the Pelicans... Have you seen these Pelicans, bro? Have you seen these Pelicans, bro? I, I, have you seen them? I, I questioned the Pelicans. I, I did. Yeah. I questioned. I you also haven't seen a basketball game all season. But I still know enough to question the Pelicans. Dude, the literally, I didn't it. know that the Pelicans just weren't going to play from the, like, literally they played the first quarter, and then they played like two minutes into the second quarter. And then they just they decided that they Zion were going to go to sleep on the sideline. just got numb. Like Zion's that's not thing. good. Z- they okay, no, no, to go okay. Here's, my, here's my thing. Here, here's my thing with Zion. Okay, Zion. It's not that I don't think Zion is good. I just Zion doesn't care enough. That's true. And though. and I say that, and the reason that I say they that don't is, even need Zion, bro. I, I say like I they need Zion. Yes, no, they, they don't. Okay, they need Zion. Yes. So the reason that I say he just doesn't care. Is because, and I, I'm not like saying this from a shaming point of view. I'm saying this from an athlete point of view. Okay, the fact that you're Zion Williamson, okay, and you have this massive contract, you know, and like I said, I'm not coming this from a shaming aspect. You know that eating is your Achilles heel, bro. Like. Why have you not hired a nutritionist yet? He doesn't. He, like he just doesn't care, dude. Like what? It, that's my thing. Where it comes he's down to, got, to, he's already got his money. He's already got his superstardom. He doesn't care about that's being that's dominant. the thing, bro. Like yeah. you can't. You you just can't. I'm I'm sorry, bro. Like and I, I'm not look. I'm not trying to bring this into the conversation. Okay, I'm just I'm I'm saying this to say. Oh, okay, I, I'll leave, look. I'll leave this guy out of it, okay? Because I'm not trying to have Ben flip his wig, okay? Like he needs to like get in touch with another big man, like like Shaq, Barkley, somebody like that that can guide him. I was gonna, I was gonna bring up LeBron to the aspect of caring about I, his body and every little thing that that man I puts think in his body. Find a better compare. The look, man look, literally spends two million dollars on his body a year. Like he's everything. Is the best that comparison he, yeah. to Zion's body type, actually. Uh, but there's not a there's not really anybody else because LeBron is trimmed out, and the reason that I yeah. talked about Barkley is when Barkley first came in the league, everybody was talking about his weight. Okay, and he trimmed. He never th- had the explosiveness that Zion. No, has. Ne- no. Yeah. I'm I'm saying from a weight perspective. Yeah. Now, explosiveness perspective, like. Y- Zion just does not look healthy, bro. Like, have you have you watched it? In like, I'm not. I'm not I've saying, not seen him recently, dude. Look at bro. Look at highlights of the Pelicans Lakers game. He looks legitimately unhealthy, bro. Like he just like he. And what's crazy that? is the minutes that he plays, he actually still does puts up like good stats. But he's just not healthy, dude. Like he's really not. If he put in the time. With his diet effort, the the workouts, and like does and just puts the time in like his body, like a LeBron James does, 
this dude could legitimately be easily in the top five conversation in the entire NBA as far as players go. Yeah, like you got to put in a lot of effort for that. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's just not gonna do that. He's just not. And I'm sorry, bro. If Anthony Davis plays like he did in the in-season championship game, the Lakers could win the championship. He went off. 40-25-3, bro. Like, that that is the most frustrating thing about this Lakers team, bro, is Anthony Davis. You know what you're going to get from LeBron James every single night. It's Anthony Davis. If he cannot even give you 40-20 because, like, that that's just that's not realistic to think that he's going to give you that every night. Right. But if you can get some kind of consistency from him, the Lakers can win the championship. Yeah, they can course. beat any team yeah. in the NBA. You just have to have consistency from Anthony Davis, bro. You have to. Like he, I don't know if you watched the game. I didn't. He dominated every aspect of that game, bro. Anthony Anthony Davis, like. I'm pretty sure Anthony Davis and LeBron combined for like 68 points in that game. It was, I mean, and Austin Reeves, once again, what did I freaking tell you about Austin Reeves, bro? Well, I mean, did you good, watch him play in that championship he, he game? He had a good game. Yeah. yeah, I do want to say this after all that, that LeBron and the Lakers. They still don't have Jared Vanderbilt also, not trying to cut you off. But when Jared Vanderbilt comes back, the three-point line is definitely going to open up for the Lakers. Sorry, go ahead. LeBron and the rest of the Lakers, people want to hate on them for like caring and celebrating, and like that's ridiculous. I, 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 I'm never gonna hate on somebody or a team for for giving effort. Um, so I'm not gonna hate on them at all for that. And celebrate. I feel like they should deserve it. Maybe this in season tournament turns into something that people it turns into something really big ten years from now. And the Lakers can always say they won the very first one ever. So that could end up being a really big deal. We don't know. Um, so they have a right to celebrate that. They should care about it. Props to them. I respect them for caring about it. I respect LeBron for putting as much energy and effort as he did into it. I just wish the NBA would find a way to make players care about the rest of the regular season, like at least close to as much as the players cared about this. Like just – Find something to make these players care like that in the middle of January. Also, that would be the NBA product. It would be so good, dude. It would be so good if players cared like that all the time, man. Some of the players on the Lakers literally doubled their salaries off this in-season tournament win. Yeah. Like, they doubled their salary. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, I'm sorry. And it pisses me off the most because if any other team wins – other than the Lakers and LeBron James, it's not even a discussion or or just ridiculous about to celebrate. Like it's not even talked about. Like nobody's gonna care how they celebrate, other than the fact the Lakers yeah. won this and LeBron James. You wanna know? I'm gonna take it a step further. I think it's good. I I think it's best case scenario for the NBA that LeBron and the Lakers are the ones that won this first one and that he looked like he cared that much and he celebrated that much because it's going to make the rest of the NBA believe that it matters too. So next year, let's say it's another team with like, let's say it's a young team like the Thunder or somebody that wins it next. More teams are going to care about this next year than there were this year because of how much LeBron and the Lakers cared about it this year. 
they're going to see that and they're going to be like, huh, maybe this is a big deal. So next year, there's going to be even more teams that really care about it, and it's going to be an even better product. Did you so, realize? He I think shot, it's the best case scenario. He shot 58% from three in this tournament. That's not ever happening again. No, but no, it's not. I'm not saying. crazy. But he shot 53% from the field that's and 58% from three that's throughout wild. this tournament. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. That's, like, that's I'm, I'm sorry, game. man. Like, Props Congrats. to him, man. Props to him. Yeah. Hey, we do need to discuss Tyrese Halliburton real quick, though. Okay. Hey, somebody explain this guy to me because I've never seen a single second oh my of play basketball. Dude, how many assists did he have the other day? It was close to, like, it was like 25 he or something off, like that bro. with zero off. turnovers. Off. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, so where's he from? Did he play college basketball? He did. I forgot where he was from, though. That's crazy. I, I really should know that. You got it real quick? No, let me look it up. I actually don't know where he played. Hold on. I'll look it up. Uh, uh so... Uh... It doesn't say... Did he play in college? Actually? Iowa State. I feel like we've looked this up before. I definitely haven't. But, yeah, he played at Iowa State. Okay. In 2019-2020. Okay. Yeah, but he, dude, he balled out in this playoff. Was he the place for the Pacers? Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, he had six, he had 11 assists, so he had 11 assists against the Lakers, and then yesterday he had 16 assists. I'm talking about against the Celtics. He had 13 assists. 13? I 13. felt like it was more than that. What game did he absolutely go off with zero turnovers? He's pretty much, dude, he's pretty much averaged anywhere between, like, dude, 12 to 16 assists a game. Wow. I, yeah. I heard his name a lot recently, but I thought it was, like, points. Now that I know that it's the assist thing. He's make, fun to watch. That dude. makes me a lot more interested in watching that guy play. He's fun he, to watch. Anybody that's getting that many assists, bro. That's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. That's good basketball. So yeah. I'm I'm intri- I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by that for sure. But anyway, we're gonna need to wrap it up. It is so late. The only reason why we're going this late is because the Packers and Titans somehow were playing the only Monday night football <laughs> of the entire year. This will never happen games. again. Bro. Two games happening at the same time. And of course it was our favorite team somehow. I don't Anyway, the stars aligned for us to be up crazy late tonight, which is really unfortunate because it's December, which is the worst work time of the year for me. So I'm getting absolutely no sleep tonight. And the Packers lost. So this is just a disaster. Okay? So it wasn't (laughs) worth it. Okay? It wasn't worth it. (laughs) But we're going to end it there. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Have no idea what we're going to talk about yet. But we'll figure it out. We might try to find some kind of ranking to do something. I I don't know. I'm not. I gotta get some sleep somehow before I figure that out. And obviously, we'll we'll preview. We'll probably. Oh wait, wait. No, we can do that Wednesday. I was about to say we need to do another draft of teams that eliminated from. Yeah, now. we can do that. We'll do that Wednesday. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely do that. We'll find something else to talk about. And I'm just gonna get some sleep. All right, ended it there. Good night, Bye. guys, or good morning, whatever it is. See ya.